Bexy's musical podcast. You ever fire up Spotify and then find yourself going down as deep rabbit hole, not really sure of what you want to listen to? I find myself doing that 15 times a day. And occasionally, I'll bump into something that's been downloaded, according to Spotify, 17 million times. Like, where the hell have I been? That was the case when I accidentally bumped into the music of Cat Clyde. Cat Clyde is a singer-songwriter from Canada, and what's stunning about her music isn't just that the songs have been downloaded and streamed millions and millions of times. What's stunning is the actual music itself. Cat Clyde is a young woman who has reached back to extract some incredibly broad influences to embellish the craftsmanship of her amazing songwriting. On one hand, you feel the influences of Joni Mitchell and Amy Winehouse and Bonnie Raitt. And on the other hand, you hear the emotion and passion of folk and blues and a whole lot more. And that's only part of it. This is an artist whose voice and lyrics can rip your soul right out of your body and have you crying for more. Cat's music is heartbreaking, engaging, seductive, personal. In short, it's fantastic. And in spite of all of those influences, her music is all hers. Cat Clyde is about to release her third album. This one comes out in February on the 17th called Down Rounder. The first single from the album has already been released on Spotify called I Feel It, followed by Mystic Light, and they're both great. And check out her albums from 2017, like Ivory Castanets or her 2019 album, Hunter's Trance, just great, great records. So much so that I've become a very big fan in a very short period of time. And so it's been a real pleasure to talk to Cat Clyde on Baxi's Musical Podcast. Hello. Hey, Cat. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm very, I'm very good. Good to have you here. Yeah, no worries. I have to tell you, and I, and I, and I don't mean this in, in uh, to be pulling your leg by, by any stretch of the imagination, but I have totally enjoyed getting acquainted with the cat Clyde universe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, between the songs and the arrangements and your, and your voice is just a, there's an incredible richness to it that, that, uh, that seems to come beyond your years. And I, and I don't mean that in a patronizing way. I feel like, the, you know, there's just something very special you know, to your work. So, uh, yeah, thank you. It's been a hell of a week so far. So, and I, and I, and I blame you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you. You're sitting on a, on a brand new record. It's coming out in, in, in just a couple of weeks. I, I, I asked this of other people because to me, this would be the most difficult part of being an artist. You finish a record and there's a period of time between you're done and it coming out. How do you manage that? Does that just drive you freaking crazy? Because it, it it certainly would for me. I mean, I feel like there's a lot there's a lot to do that fills in that space, like um, doing music videos and figuring out the release and what comes first and everything like that. So it's not like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like I'm I'm definitely ready for it to not be in my hands anymore. But I am I am like grateful for the time where. It still belongs to me for a little bit longer. See, I, I've heard it described as as passing. It's kind of like passing a kidney stone. You 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 know it's time, <laughs> but it really is time to get out of you. <laughs> you, you. You just want it away from you. But uh, yeah, 
but but uh, but great stuff so far. The, the the two tracks that I've that I've heard though. But but I want to ask you because yeah, I'm I I've read conflicting information about uh, you know where did you grow up in Canada? Are you in Quebec or in Ontario or have you been? Is it both? Um, I grew up in Ontario. Okay. Um, and I lived in Quebec for for a time uh, over the pandemic and a bit before that. So gotcha. Yeah, because because uh, my my great grandparents were from uh, Quebec, uh, Sherbrooke. And, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so between smoked meats and poutine and you know nine percent peche mortels and hockey, I feel like I'm just yeah. about Canadian enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that qualifies. You. Oh, good, I think. good. It's it's always interesting to me when when I stumble across an artist that I, that I may not have been all that familiar with, and 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 I put you in the in this category. Like I said, I'm I'm really just getting familiar with your music, and and it, and I'm and it, and it's and it's surprising to me how you know well formed. And when I say that you you seem you know I don't know whether it's wise beyond your years or or developed beyond your years musically. I really mean that in a, in, a, in a very complimentary way, you know, for someone who is, you know, under the, un, you well, you know, I'm old enough to be your father, <laughs> but it's, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed by it because I know it takes a lot of hard work to get to that point where musically you've found your voice arranging those songs. You're, you've, you've found, you know, traction and your footing, and now you have enough confidence to take those songs, strip them down, make them perhaps more, acoustic tell me about the 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 process of of that for you this didn't just occur overnight this clearly took a lot of hard work yeah i mean this record in particular took a lot of work i think in the beginning you know i had the intention of just sort of doing it at my home studio uh in quebec with my partner and it was going to be very like easygoing and just sort of pick it apart over the pandemic and yeah so i started working on that and doing that and it was really nice to have the opportunity to let the songs like sink in and breathe and, and like have time and space, which I don't feel like is an opportunity that happens too often. I feel like often, you know, you have the songs and then you got to just get into the studio and get them done. Um, so yeah, we worked that, that way for a long time. And, and uh, it was just really difficult throughout the pandemic, very isolated and, you know, there was a bunch of things that happened. It, our place ended up being riddled with mold. So mm. we had to tear everything down and start anew. And, you know, after that, it was, it was really like difficult transition to like move and leave. And then everything felt so crazy and up in the air. And, you know, there was a few, you know, producers that I was speaking with and interested in and, and, um, I ended up getting connected with Tony Berg through my manager, Peter. And he, uh, we ended up going through the songs again and just like, you know, looking at them th through fresh eyes and sort of, you know, grounding in them over again because yeah. they kind of been thrown up in the air. And then, you know, we were, I worked with him over like just like Zoom calls for a few months and then <laughs> he didn't really have the time or space to produce it. So I was looking for someone else. And then I think it was like in February, I got a message from him being like, what are you doing next week? You want to just come into the studio? I have six free days. We'll try and get it all done. And I was like, hell yeah. I'd been yeah. working on this fucking thing for like two years. It was haunting <laughs> me every day and every night. And I just wanted to get it done. And 
And it was such an exciting opportunity to go to Sound City Studios. So yeah, I went there and, and, you know, he had all the musicians ready for me. And it was just like this amazing, flawless, like experience. Yeah. When you're working with a guy like that, and obviously, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have agreed to give you the time in six days, you know, is a pretty short amount of time, but nevertheless, you know, someone who's worked, (laughs) but never, but but he's someone who's worked with Taylor Swift and Paul McCartney is not a guy who wouldn't, I mean, he can, he can choose who he wants to work with because he sees whatever he sees promise or whatever. Do you think that if the pandemic hadn't happened, that the songs would not have been ready for that process? Obviously a lot of things happened and the timing was right to work with him, but that might not have been the case if you were trying to rush through those songs, you know, in 2020 or 2021, it may have just been, you know, gone too fast and that maybe in a weird perverse way that uh, you know that waiting around was actually a benefit to this record i definitely think the waiting around was benefit even though it was extremely uncomfortable and painful experience to wait um i think it was great and i think it yeah it allowed the songs to grow and change in a way that they really needed to the the, the couple of songs that, that that i've heard uh that are on the record right now really they're really interesting um i feel it and then the follow-up of uh, of mystic light Tell me about those songs and 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 what they're about. Especially, I feel it is it's a it's a very intimate sounding uh, song, and uh, and and Mystic Light I actually think is is just a fantastic song all all together. But but tell me about those two as you're as you're looking to the release of the full record. Yeah, I mean, Mystic Light actually that was one a newer one that was thrown on there. I probably wrote that around February of last year, just before going into the studio um with Tony um but yeah it's really just about like wanting to understand my purpose and why I'm here and my past and things that have led me and kind of feeling hopeless and lost but calling out for you know the mystery of life to wink at me to make sure you know to let me know that everything is all right and I'll be okay and things will work out but yeah that's kind of yeah. what that song is about <laughs> Your your songs generally seem to be you're know, very emotionally in, in, engaged, and I've heard you describe yourself as a, as an empath, and uh, and I've been accused of the the same uh, blessing and the same curse <laughs> because <laughs> it really is both. But artistically speaking, though, it sounds like what you've been able to do, and this is really kind of a credit to you know the artist that you're 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 developing into, is that it seems to give you just a deeper well of expressing yourself like those emotions are more accessible to you than they are for a lot of other people that you know when they're running lyrically or even even just the way the songs are constructed there's not necessarily that emotional component to it that's you know so evident in what in what you've been doing for the last couple of years i mean do you do you see it that way has it been easier for you to kind of draw from an an emotional experience to put things you know, back into, into like a, like a tangible form. Yeah. I think I've always felt things like very, very deeply. And I feel like for a long time, I thought like every, everyone was like that, but I'm kind of seeing now and understanding now that I I don't think people all feel that way. And I think, you know, for me, like music has been a way for me to uh, understand and sort of dissect all those like really deep complex feelings um 
so yeah and I mean that's kind of what the song I feel it is about just being very sensitive and feeling a lot all the time and and in that song it's kind of more seeing the positive but it definitely is a double-sided coin and it, it can be very overwhelming to feel so deeply all the time it's and a pain in the ass isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be just nice to say, ah, fuck it. I don't care. But you know, you just can't, you just can't do it. It's not in yeah. you. It's not in your DNA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I was listening to some of the older things that, uh, that you had done. And you know, one of the, the songs that, that really leaps out mama said would be a, a good example of this. You know, there's, when you hear that song, you know, there's a sense of fear uh, in that song, a sense of disruption, and then it ends cold as if to say, hey, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, where, where is this all going? It's a song that has been streamed 17 million times on, mm. on Spotify, clearly strikes a chord with people. And that's just one of the many songs you've written that does just that. And I don't know how autobiographical some of these songs may be, but I think everyone kind of feels that feeling of what you are trying to express in that song because it's so there's a rawness about it that's not it's not standard <laughs> you know what I mean there's a lot of people that could never write something and make you feel like there's a major problem in this song between who's ever involved in it. the the subject matter of this song there's something really poisonous going on wow <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, touching on on themes of like, you know, being forced to go through changes that aren't necessarily right changes yeah. and being very confused and, and kind of like battling with that and, and trying to make sense of it and, you know, spending a lot of time thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. But it's also interesting how, you know, when you decided to do to redo that song on the on the good bones record how mm. when you you strip all the other arrangement to it and you're just it's just you and a guitar and, and that's that's all you know it transforms that song into something even more powerful and that record in particular the, the good bones record where you're kind of you know reinventing a lot of your songs just shows that you know there's a there's a you must have a great deal of trust in what you are saying to know that these songs work, whether you got a full band behind you or whether it's acoustically focused. And when I hear like, you know, the stuff on the new album, I feel kind of like the same thing. It's like, you know, the acoustic approach to those songs almost are part of the, the intent to make it more powerful. I, am, am I reading that correctly or am I uh, full of crap on that one? I mean, yeah. Like I feel like, you know, with good bones, stripping everything back, you know, I, I've played a lot just solo and I really wanted, I, I feel like those songs stand on their own. And, you know, I think, yeah, if you've got good bones, then, then it's going to be good. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, as far as like trusting, I mean, if it feels good to me, that's good enough for me. I don't really think too, too, too much about it, <laughs> I guess. I, uh, I listened to an interview you did with a person interviewing you was kind of asking you a little bit about your background and, you know, whether you grew up in a musical household. And it sounds like, you know, your parents were not particularly musical, but you had this interesting relationship with your, with a couple of uncles that, that were very musical. Obviously that's a, that had to be a pretty profound thing for you 
at a young age to kind of be a part of the experience of making music with uh, you know people in your family. Tell me about uh, how important that that was for you, and at what point did you say, "I think this is something that that I want to focus on in in my life." Yeah, I think I think a lot of my childhood, I was very much an observer. I I I kind of yeah, I was very much an observer. So with my, my uncles and my grandfather, um, I remember, you know, hearing him play fiddle in the basement and there was this grate upstairs with a rug on it. And I remember taking the rug off and just laying on the ground and just listening. And I just thought the fiddle is such an emotional instrument. Um, so I really loved that. And then, yeah, seeing my, seeing my uncles play, like, um, I never really played with them. It was more like, it was my first experience, like seeing someone play live music and play the guitar, like really play the guitar and seeing them play a few shows like at um, like barn parties and, and sort of like rural uh, gatherings. Um, How Canadian does that sound? We had a barn very, party. <laughs> we put on our best flannel, set the bear traps up and we had a barn party. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was kind of my first experience. And then like, um, you know, when I, when I was around, I think like 11 or 12, I moved, uh, with my mom and brother to this, uh, rural area and I had a neighbor and he, his parents owned a music store. And so I ended up hanging out with him all the time and ended up actually teaching guitar to younger, younger kids. And, uh, we ended up doing this uh, thing called the Big Wheels Show, which his parents took all the teachers and created like a little show. And we did like fairs and stuff and just played covers. And but that was like my first experience. And that was when I was around 13, right. uh, 14, um, like playing shows. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like just seeing seeing I guess seeing my uncles just like express themselves on on an instrument and. I've just always felt very drawn to that and felt like that's something I needed to pour out. Yeah. At, at, at some point you, you, you take all that experience, you know, with a, with a band or, or you know, with your, uh, with your family, and then you start to write music. And I know that, you know, when a lot of people start out writing music, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, music that is terribly sophisticated. It takes time to develop that, that craft. At what point did you say, Hey, you know what? I think this is something that I can, actually do and can actually be really good at it what at what age did that start to kind of gel and germinate for you I mean I kind of feel like I'm like kind of stepping into that now I mean I've I've always I've been doing this for a while but I felt like I've really grown in my own confidence and my own self-awareness and just like knowing what I want and where I want to go and feeling like I am enough and I can participate, you know, it's a very like male dominated industry and it's, it can be difficult to exist in the realm. And I think like, I mean, I feel like during the pandemic, I really had a lot of time to reflect and, you know, why am I doing this? And it felt like for a long time, I just kind of was on the track and just kind of rolling along and just seeing where everything took me and um just riding on the wind you know um but 
Yeah. I mean, there were a few moments, you know, when I saw like concerts, um, I remember seeing one of the first concerts I ever saw was uh, Bright Eyes. And I think I was like 17. And I remember watching him play and thinking I could do that. I know I could do that. <laughs> I could fucking rock at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, when I hear when I hear your music, I hear influences that are that even predate me to a certain extent i mean you know i hear in your music and your voice things like you know bonnie Raitt and joni mitchell and patsy klein and amy winehouse and i and and i don't know if those, those are intentional uh you know inspirations to you but but what are your inspirations musically where do you draw you know motivation from yeah i mean i i I draw from a lot of different things, but initially like older music really caught me. Like when I first heard Lead Belly and Old Blues, Robert Johnson and Lightning Hopkins, mm -hmm. that really grabbed me and, and felt like just this like very true and honest uh, and simple expression and, and to have so much going on in such a simple form, you know, the the forms are very repetitive and often the melodies are as well, but it's like the little tiny things behind and, and in between uh, that really create this uh, like rainbow of, of color and of emotion and, and, and things that can't necessarily be put into words. Um, it's a really good answer because I, I hear all of that stuff and uh there aren't a lot of artists now that necessarily, you know, will cite Lead Belly or, you know, Lightning Hopkins or, or any of those, you know, those, those profound blues greats. And yet, you know, blues offers this, like you say, kind of like this wide palette of emotional, uh, you know, depth and texture. And uh, that's one of the things that, that inspires so many people about, about the blues is because that emotion is, is, is right there. So I think when we've talked about, you know, how, you know, emotionally engaged your lyrics are and how the arrangements really embellish those emotions beautifully, uh, it's not surprising for me to hear you say that, that blues play such an important part in your art. I mean, very clearly there's something that's, that's, that's touching you, uh, you know, musically. And I, and, and I, and I definitely hear it. So I, I got to applaud you because there's not a, you don't hear that very often. You you just I don't I don't know I don't want to say that that blues is a dying art because that would be that would be terribly wrong to say, but it is not necessarily the kind of thing that people wearing on their sleeves as much as they as they once once were. And I think that kind of I think that's what makes it, your music so interesting because you know, you hear it and it's uh and it's and it's right there, ripping your heart out right through your throat. And I think that's what's so fantastic about it. So yeah, very cool answer. I appreciate that. Thank you. When you um, when you get ready for the release of this album, uh, and obviously you know, I I look at Spotify, I look at some of those numbers. Uh, you know when you know <laughs> the song we talked about before, you know, seventeen million downloads on on your on that one song, and all these other songs you know are, are have performed very well at least on on that platform, and I assume that you know hopefully down the road it'll perform as well on others. When you see that kind of reaction, uh, 
uh, from people, and I assume live you must feel this too. Um, are you are you are you surprised by the reaction that your songs have have gotten? I mean, what is what is how do you even process that? Seventeen million, you know, <laughs> streams of of just one song out of dozens of really great songs. How do you how does that even work in your head? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I feel like I've never really been able to conceptualize like numbers like that. I mean, I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe there are people out there that can. <laughs> I just can't imagine um, that many people um, <laughs> listening to that. I mean, I feel like I feel so grateful that it's found the places where it belongs. And that's really all I can hope for is that it it reaches the people that it moves and it needs to meet with. And um, that's kind of the point yeah. point for me. After uh, after everything is all said and done and released, are you going on the road? Are you going to be touring with this, or you know what's the what's the plan moving ahead? Yeah, um, I'm heading uh, out to UK in February. So the month of February, I'll be touring with an artist called Lissy and opening for her, and that's and I'll be releasing my album out there. And then yeah, I'm just deciding, uh, just figuring out um, my shows for the rest of the summer and and things like that. You know. I- we Americans have a hard time imagining uh, that, you know, what else goes on in the world or we kind of, you know, isolate ourselves in the most bizarre uh, way. And I think Americans, when they think of, you know, the Canadian music scene, they kind of limit it to, to, uh, to rush and lover boy and triumph. And that's about it. And they don't get beyond that. You could very easily have gone and maybe you still could, you know, gone to uh, New York or Los Angeles, but you still, you know, very much connected to, living in Canada what has there been any pressure for you to go to you know other places to to perform and and and, and promote yourself or have has Canada been a, a good ground for you well it's funny you know when I kind of started out I was signed to a, an American label so I ended up actually touring much more in the states than I have in Canada um and right now actually I'm in Nashville um and I'm heading back home uh, at the end of the week, um, or at the start of the week. Um, but I've just been here and, and, uh, dancing and changing my scene and doing some writing. Um, but I don't know, it's been nice to kind of be here because I don't feel like a big community of music in Canada and that can be kind of difficult and, you know, coming here and there's just like a huge community here. And so I'm not sure. I think maybe in the future I'll change my scene, but I, I never like to stay in one place too long. So, yeah. well, Nashville would be a good place for you. That's for, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, even though I wouldn't classify you as a country artist by, by any means, that's still a pretty good place to hang out. Yeah. yeah. It's been really, I really love to dance. So I've been doing a heck of a lot of dancing. So good. Well, I'm, I'm excited about the, the records coming out uh, February 17th called down rounder. Yeah, I've been, I'm so impressed with everything I've heard so far. I mean, and I mean that sincerely, I'm just, I, I, it's, it's amazing stuff. And I, and I, I wish great things for you, Kat. I really do. Thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure to speak with you. Yeah, it has. (laughs) 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 Kat, very much, very, uh, a real pleasure to meet you and best of luck. Lovely. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 
The name of the new record from Cat Clyde is called Down Rounder. It's coming out on February 17th. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to like it, review it, share it, tell all your friends about it. You can reach me at BaxAtRock102.com. I'd love to hear what you think. And thanks again for listening to Baxi's Musical Podcast.